Teens are having sex, and they're not going to stop. In 2017, a total of 194,377 babies were born to women aged 15 to 19 years. This summed up a birth rate of 18.8 per 1,000 women in this age group. Although this is a record low for this number, it still seems unreasonably and unnecessarily high to me. Hello. My name is Soren Brown, and today I will be discussing the teaching of abstinence in school in place of sex education, and how it has a negative effect on our youth. This has been a debate in school for years, and continues to sit at the forefront of school board and council meetings. It is something that I think should be addressed soon, and in an unbiased fashion. Despite what many California-born and raised children like me might think, not every school is teaching true sex education, and many continue to preach abstinence the fact or practice of restraining oneself from indulging in something, in this case, sex. A 2014 study showed that roughly three quarters of high schools and one half of middle schools are still caught up in the age-old idea that teens will listen to you when you say no. Speaking from my experience as a rising teenager, I was obsessed with what people said I could not do and the unknown of things that were not explained to me. I stand by the fact that the only true way to protect our teenagers is to give them a proper understanding of sex and a teaching of how to practice it safely. A teacher may put in their own piece of advice that the only true way to completely avoid pregnancies and STDs is abstinence, but they should be obliged by law to complete an entire sex education course. The actual act of sex can be very deteriorating on a young person. It can be the root of a series of unknown issues that need to be addressed in order to give a true helping hand in the world of sexual activity. In a USC nursing study, they talk about how education is not just about the physical act. It's about focusing on the emotional, physiological, and economic impacts of what happens when youth and adolescents engage in sexual intercourse or other sexual practices. If a true education is avoided, these are all possible consequences we could see in the coming years of our teenagers. As far as the counter-argument goes, It is almost solely based on the biblical reasons implemented by the right. Some people claim that the teaching of abstinence will lead to a delayed first sexual experience, less sexual partners, and lower rates of STDs. While this may be true for a certain demographic, it cannot be accurately applied to the nation as a whole. The rate of sexual activity, for example, is much higher in lower income neighborhoods. And these numbers from the the survey have been pulled from biased sources. Overall, Teaching abstinence is an old-fashioned and ignorant way to go about educating our youth about their sexual lives. It has been shown to be more effective to employ full safety courses and learn the numbers and specifics of what can possibly happen by engaging in a sexually active life. Abstinence will be great, but it is impossible. If we are to truly protect our youth, we have to see past this biblical facade that has been set up and do what is truly better for the people.